الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الرحمن علم القران خلق الانسان علمه البيان قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خيركم من تعلم القران وعلمه وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected ulama ikram ustads fellow students all <coughs> ask me to speak to the ustads but this is something of a very high thing to discuss something with those who are already involved mashallah in teaching deen because in the hadith sharif rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says khairukum man ta'allama alquran wa 'allama the best among you meaning all anybody walking on the earth there is nobody better than those who learn the quran and teach it the person has learned the quran sharif learned deen and now he is engaged in teaching deen so anybody can think whatever they want but the endorsement that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is giving is that whatever the world might think in my eyes he is saying these are the best people there's nobody better so this is a very very great honor very great blessing from allah taala allah taala enable somebody to be engaged in teaching deen and this is what actually is the means of all the good that comes in the hadith sharif it is mentioned that inna allah wa malaikatahu wa ahla as-samawati wal ardin hatta an-namlata fi juhriha wa hatta al-hitan la yusalluna ala muallimin nas al-khair nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that allah taala sends blessings the angels make dua and all the creation to the extent of that ant in its ant hole the fish in the sea now these are all creation of allah taala all make dua all are engaged in the ibadat of allah taala wa immin shay'in illa yusabbihu bihamdihi walakin la tafqahuna tasbihahum everything is engaged in the glorification of allah taala in the tasbih of allah taala we may not understand it but it's so all these creation even that fish that ant they making dua for who li muallimin nas al khair for the person who is teaching people din so all these makhluk of allah taala they don't engage in any sin the animal no sin but is making dua dua for who for the person teaching din so whatever the world might look at that this is somebody very great because he is great in the dunya and this person they may not have any kind of appreciation but the real appreciation is those who are appreciated by rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and those who are appreciated by allah taala obviously so this is something to make a lot of shukr for a lot of shukr to allah taala allah taala gave us this opportunity gave us this 
tawfiq to be engaged in teaching deen la in shakartum la azidannakum allah taala says if you express shukr i will increase my ni'mat i'll open further doors to make even more khidmat of deen so this is something to be very very grateful for to keep making shukar repeatedly sometimes even making two rakats nafil purely for this just to express our gratitude to allah taala then together with that the very important thing is that this effort of deen teaching people deen inviting people towards deen this is not something that happens in the manner that things of the world are done things of the world somebody wants to start off some kind of movement of some sort in the world so first they have to surround work out what is the budget what are the resources that we have and all the means of dunya are looked at first and then when everything is there now they'll decide now okay now what to do next but the work of deen doesn't work on that tartib doesn't go in that manner when rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam received the first wahi when he received the first revelation in the cave of hira so jibril sallallahu alaihi wasallam came down with the first five ayat of surah iqra and that time he came from the cave of hira down back into makkah mukarrama so he was alone there wasn't anybody with him only one then his wife hazrat khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha hazrat ali radhiyallahu an hazrat abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu an and then slowly but everything was against them the whole community was against them every effort was being made to totally destroy them they had no resources they had no physical might to be able to now stand in front of people and they had to be hiding dar arqam they couldn't even come in the haram next to the kaaba sharif and perform the salah openly initially so they didn't have any resources they were completely down and out in terms of all financial things no manpower as we may call it no government no might but what they had they had the fervor of iman they had the might of iman the strength of iman financial strength nothing people power nothing hardly few people and the whole world against them so what that counts for other resources nothing but all the strength was where it was inside in the heart strength of iman the might of iman and that is such a force that all the external things can't overcome that force and that is what the light from inside with the effort that they made a simple effort nothing sophisticated nothing very very complicated very simple inviting people towards allah taala qulu la ilaha illallah tuflihu but with that light of the heart one is the words of the tongue 
but the words of the tongue they passed it on with the light of the heart so then it reached people's hearts and slowly maybe those who were close by were still not interested but people from far away Allah made that light reach them people from Madinah Munawara came they invited Rasulullah you make hijrat and come to us and then deen spread but what the lesson in all this is the lesson is that if there is number one that strength of iman that sincerity whatever is being done for Allah Ta'ala alone and there is the effort to the best of one's capacity they were outnumbered they had no resources but they didn't sit and just do nothing they made the effort how much they could do they did the maximum they could do they did in that they were sacrifices but without the resources, without the manpower, without the financial aspect, without everything else, but with this power of Iman, with this Ikhlas, and this effort. What was the outcome? The outcome was that barely 20 years, by the 8th of the year, 8th Hijri, Makkah Mukarramah got conquered. 1920 years now from the whole world being against somebody and within that short time this kind of success can't happen on any material resources can't happen due to anything in terms of worldly things can only happen on the basis of what's inside so this is the aspect that alhamdulillah whatever efforts are taking place and whatever effort is happening externally and internally, alhamdulillah, that internal effort has to be increased even more. Because this is that internal strength that conquers the external side. Now this internal side, one is that a person to develop that connection with Allah Ta'ala. So that is by means of all the amal. In particular, obviously there is no question about missing out any of the farais, wajibat, sunnat muakkada. That is obvious. Every Muslim, mashallah, understands that. But those involved in the effort of deen, together with that, some nawafil, Allah give us tawfiq at the time of tahajjud, special time of dua that is. Our tasbihat, zikr, tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, all this is a strength that is, it develops in the heart. And when this strength develops in the heart, then it brings out that strength outside. So this is the focus. This is what we have to focus on very deeply. So that is on the one level that, alhamdulillah, which is mashallah taking place, but to all the time keep refreshing this lesson keep revising and refreshing this lesson and this is something we all need all the time the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says remind for indeed the reminder is beneficial for the believers not talking about anybody else for the believers those who already have Iman Allah Ta'ala saying remind them remind the believers this tazkir this reminder is very beneficial 
So when a person keep the same things that we know, a person reminds about what he knows. He told somebody, tomorrow we got a meeting. He said, okay, remind me in the morning. So I already told him, he already knows about it, but he wants a reminder of something he now knows. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, keep reminding. Heard it hundred times, you still have to carry on hearing it. You still have to carry on speaking about it. You still have to carry on discussing it. Because his reminder will refresh that lesson. It will bring a new life into it. So this is one thing that we have to keep talking about, keep discussing, keep reminding ourselves. Then the other thing is, that Allah Ta'ala has placed tremendous khair and barakat in mashwara. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to receive wahi directly from Allah Ta'ala. And he was being guided in everything directly from Allah Ta'ala. Despite that, in order to set the tartib and to teach the ummad, Allah Ta'ala commanded Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَشَاوِرْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ that you consult the Sahaba and they too should make mashwara in whatever the matters are. So to teach this matter of and this manner of mashwara. So now we are in a situation, we are in a place, we are busy, we are teaching, we are confronted with so many kinds of situations all the time. But that is where the need is now to keep referring our matters to our seniors and taking their mashwara. What next? How do I handle this? How do I now take things forward from here? This is what has happened. What next? In terms of the what next, one very, very crucial thing is daily dua. Very, very deep dua. Ya Allah, you open out the way. I can't think of anything else. What else do I do? I have no idea what to do. How to deal with this? Oh, this particular student now seems to be a very difficult situation. I just don't know how to solve this dua. Many times, there's a policy sometimes in the Urdu language, they say it, it rhymes a little bit. They say, Baat se na mane to laat se mane. Baat means talk and laat means, like a car doesn't, they say, don't start, then kick start. So now, that's a policy sometimes you use. The student is not starting and kick start him. They say that the that little turn stick they say it talks all languages. Can I explain to anybody anything? But that's that's a policy which maybe worked sometime. That policy nowadays we have to totally dispense with that policy. Nowadays the policy is you have to teach with love. It always was there. Maybe at that time that little bit different languages that stick could speak. He spoke all the languages and got the work done too sometime. But now that language now we'll have to translate it only into the language of love. Language of muhabbat. Language of winning hearts with love. But now sometimes you get stuck. This person, even that muhabbat and talking to him with kindness, he doesn't seem to understand that language too. But then too now we turn to dua. Take Allah Ta'ala's help. Allah, you open the way. How do, I, how do I move forward here? Open the way for me. So the more we will turn to Allah Ta'ala, sometimes these conditions come, they come as opportunities for us to increase our ta'aluk and connection to Allah Ta'ala. If a person had everything very, very smooth, 
that too would be a ni'mad, but unfortunately most of us can't digest that ni'mad. If everything was very smooth, Allah forbid, we'll forget Allah Ta'ala. But now sometimes there's something, some little challenge, we must always ask for afiyat, always ask for ease, don't ask for difficulty. Never ever ask for things to become difficult. No, never ever. But sometimes something's come up, some challenges, now the person, whole day he didn't make dua, now that challenge is making him make some dua. Maybe a whole week he didn't make any dua, now suddenly he's talking to Allah Ta'ala. So sometimes these situations come, that student might become that means of us building our own taluk with Allah Ta'ala. So dua, so mashwara, dua. Then the very important thing is, those students that are studying, coming to our class, we are teaching them, the objective is not just to teach a syllabus. That well, I have to cover this much of the work, so I have done that. So it's done. I got nothing else to be concerned about really. My job is done. No. That syllabus is very important. That syllabus is a guide. That syllabus is a means to get to some destination. But the objective is to embed this Iman and the Amal of Iman in the heart and life of this person. Because he's going to be there in the class for maybe somebody two years, somebody three years, four years, five years, how long? He's not going to be there forever. He's going to move on. He's going to grow up, he's going to move on, he's going to be gone to some other part of the world maybe, some other part of the country. He'll go to study somewhere, but go to work somewhere. So he's not going to remain forever there. So he will learn, mashallah, how to recite Quran Sharif, how to perform his salah, he will learn various things. But more than everything, he must learn Iman. And he must learn that the most valuable thing in his life is his Iman. Anything can happen, but his Iman mustn't go. And he must learn the importance of living that Iman. No matter which environment he is, where he might be, if he have planted that seed in his heart, then wherever he'll go, he won't be here forever. He'll be there one year, two years, five years. But if he goes with that Iman planted in his heart, then wherever he might be, he'll love the Iman. So one is the syllabus. We have to teach the syllabus. That we have to now complete whatever work is required in that. But more importantly, this is the concern of the person teaching Deen. Deen is a way of life. So he's teaching deen, he wants to make this person live deen, the way of life. So for that, he will find every opportunity to present deen verbally, practically, all the time. Because now they are per- that student is looking at his teacher. So he wants to be person passing on deen in every respect. Talking to them, practically living deen to show them how deen is lived the akhlaq of deen, the good character that Rasulullah displayed, how he loved, and how he accommodated people to bring them close, meaning to take care of their, somebody is a little bit of a person with a hard nature, he accommodated that person also. He accommodated a person who might have been very, very far off from any culture, doesn't know how to, one person comes into the masjid, can we imagine, first time he comes into the masjid, 
the person, simple person came from the villages somewhere, Bedouin, never learned culture, never learned etiquette. And he comes in the masjid. Now those masjids didn't have carpets. It was bare floor, sand. But it's a masjid, house of Allah Ta'ala. And the masjid of Rasulullah Sallallahu And he comes, he goes in the corner and he starts urinating. Now he just suddenly needed to urinate. He goes in the corner of the masjid. The Sahaba see this and they already start waking up to rush, to stop him. Nabi Salaam says, just hold on, leave him. I might wonder, how come? Leave him? He's urinating there and leave him? But now, this is, Nabi Salaam was the greatest teacher. He was the greatest teacher and he was the greatest being that could understand what is to be done in which moment. And this is a teacher. That he doesn't just look at the moment only. He looks at now, he looks at the short term, looks at the long term. And he decides what's to be done. Now, supposing the Sahaba ran immediately to try to stop him, what is going to happen? He'll see ten people running towards him, what he'll do? He'll start running too. Because now he, he'll realize now, maybe I want to catch it here, you know. He'll start running. One place was getting soiled, was getting dirtied. That might now become the means of the whole masjid getting dirtied. So now the problem already started. The first effort was to contain the problem. It's already there. But don't let it get bigger. Let's contain the problem. So he just let him finish off now. When he finished off now, call, call a sahaba, clean this place out. Dug that sand out, brought clean sand, put it there the whole place out, washed it off. So contain the problem and resolve the problem. Now, unfortunately, many times what happens is immediate reaction. Something happened, just do something now. What happens afterwards, you worry about later. But now in how we dealt with it, we made it a bigger problem. It was a small problem, but now that says every action must have a reaction. Somebody says one, we'll say two. Somebody did one wrong, double it up. So what the end result is? Bigger problem. And as a result, the whole effort of deen gets upset. So a person who is concerned about spreading deen, teaching deen, bringing people to deen, then he thinks of all the various angles. How to make sure that nothing, no harm comes to the work of deen, to the effort of deen. So he will have a very, very big chest, very broad-shouldered. Now we talk of big chest and broad shoulders, so we must think maybe we must do bodybuilding. No, meaning must have a big heart to digest a lot of things. For the good of deen. Even if he doesn't do any bodybuilding, this is to be a healthy, fit person, mashallah, is very encouraged. person should even exercise also. But this is more we're talking about the big heart to have. It has to digest a lot of things, swallow a lot of things. Where it doesn't, where it will help Deen, it will help the effort of Deen. It might be a sacrifice within himself, but it will help Deen. So this is what has been the way in which Deen spread and how Deen came to us. So this is the way we have to also continue with a lot of dua making an effort on ourselves, time to time, going out in Jamaat as well, with that 
so that it becomes a means of our own improvement as well and is a means of inviting others also, teaching others as well. So in this way, with the mashwara of those who are above us, with those who are assisting us, guiding us, from time to time sitting, thinking, spending time, dedicated time in our own time and place, thinking. Sometimes, few minutes a day, five minutes, ten minutes, thinking about our own personal improvement, thinking about how we can further do the work of Deen. When a person applies his mind, Allah will open ideas to him. Will open ways and means of how to go forward. But to sit, think, think deeply. What next? What can be done? Allah will open the things in his heart. In this way, inshallah, the thing is that our efforts, no matter how much we will do, what can we do? How much can we do? But when a person makes some sincere effort, Allah Ta'ala will open the way. Allah Ta'ala will put barakat in that. We need to carry on. The end result is in the hand of Allah Ta'ala. There will be some anbiya on alayhi salatu wasalam who will come on the day of qiyamah. In the hadith of Muslim Sharif it is there. وَنَبِيٌ لَيْسَ مَعَهُ أَحَدٌ There will be some nabi who will come on the day of qiyamah. But there won't be one follower. Not one. So can it be... Would anybody say that this billah, that this Nabi was not successful? If somebody thinks like that also, his Iman will be in danger. Every Nabi was 100% successful. But this Nabi, not one follower. So how is successful? The success is based on doing the correct effort in the correct manner with the correct intention. Bas. The correct effort, he's doing what is haq, he's doing right, he's not doing something wrong. He's not breaking the laws of deen. So that's the correct effort in the correct manner. And he's doing it for Allah Ta'ala alone. For no other reason. The correct effort in the correct manner for the correct reason. Then that's success. And a person does something wrong and somebody also still got interested, that too is still failure. Maybe that person got some benefit. But the person doing the work is still failed. So this is what we need to keep checking, that what we are doing is correct. In the light and guidance of the Ulamai Kiram, the light of the Quran and Sunnah, they are teaching us that this is the right way, this is the correct thing to do in the right manner. And then we keep checking our intention. Allah alone. Then inshallah, no matter what might be the outcome to our eyes or not, that is 100% success then inshallah. Allah Ta'ala give me also the tawfiq and all of us. Allah Ta'ala accept the efforts of all the mu'allims, ulama, the asatiza. Allah Ta'ala put lot of barakat, khair, afiyat. Allah Ta'ala remove all the difficulties and obstacles, whatever challenges come in the way. Allah Ta'ala make it very easy and keep everybody progressing from strength to strength. Allah Ta'ala accept one and all, inshallah.